Colter Nuanas from ESPN Montana here at the M Store. Proud to present our Nuanas Now podcast each and every day, available on all of your various podcast hosting platforms. One of their awesome partners, a guy that really is uh, helping spread the word about the M Store, is Grizz All American Junior Bergen. What's up, man? Thanks for coming in. Yes, thank you for having me. First of all, you got a cool t shirt. What's it like being on a t shirt? You're a kid from Billings, Montana, so that, yeah. might, that must be kind of surreal knowing there's a t shirt of you at the M Store. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, I went to a couple basketball games back home. And uh, I saw some kids running around with I their love shirt it. on. And it was really surreal. It was a cool moment, cool experience for sure. Uh, that's so cool. You guys do such a good job of embracing how much the community loves you. But when people are looking up to you like they do, I mean, they think, I mean, you're the man right now. for <laughs> <laughs> the University of Montana. What's yeah. that like being a Montana kid? Um, it's different for sure. Um, you know, growing up, you kind of look up to guys like who are in the NFL totally. and stuff like that. But, um, you know, it's just great to have a, a positive influence on these kids' lives. Um, you know, I just wanted to make sure... Uh, I set the example and lead by example and give them someone to look up to. Go check out the M Store. They're located there at the corner of Higgins and Broadway here in the city of Missoula. And you can also visit anytime online, MontanaMStore.com. They have all the latest and greatest, a whole bunch of original Grizz gear. And, of course, they have Junior Bergen T-shirts. Junior Bergen, proud partner with the M Store, as well as us here at uh, ESPN Montana. Thanks for swinging by, man. Yes, sir. Thank you for having me. The M Store, where they're all Grizz all the time. At Blackfoot Communications, we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running. From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. It's 4 o'clock. Welcome to Tutel and Nuanes, Montana's only statewide sports talk show. Broadcast on 102.9 ESPN Radio for Western Montana and across the state on SWX Television. I like football! Now, sports talk from Montana for Montana. Live from the Kurtz Polaris studio, here is Ryan Tutel and Coulter Nuanes. Hello, Montana. Who's going to win the NBA Finals? I'm going to tell you. And also the head coach of the University of Montana women's soccer team, Chris Chitavitsky. Hi, how are you? It is Tutel and Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio and SWX Montana Television. Outstanding to be with you on this fantastic Friday afternoon. Hope you are having a wonderful day. We appreciate you spending some time with us on your radios, on your televisions, and even on your WWWs. You go online, 1029ESPN.com. You can listen live all the time there via the stream. The stream is available anytime you want it. So there, thanks to Opportunity Bank. Opportunity Bank, your local bank, your opportunity. If you'd like to pick up your phone and give us a call, you can do that as well. 361-3688. 361-3688. All guests, join us via the Rankish Brothers RV phone line. Today in the show, I teased at the end of yesterday that I had a new pick to win the NBA Finals, a pick that Coulter doesn't know who I'm picking to win this whole thing. It's a change from what I have had, who I've selected before to win this thing. And it comes with a definitive reason. Uh, and I'm interested mostly to hear my dear cohorts 
reaction to this because I'm uh, I'm optimistic that this is going to bring us closer in some form or fashion. Whether or not you agree with me, I don't know. Uh, so we'll get into that. Maybe a couple of blindsides here off the top. It is Friday. We're going to have our dear friend Carolyn that you could not know sports talking to us uh, about, uh, well, who heaven only knows what, bouncing all over the board. So we will get to that. We also, we've been talking about this for two weeks today. We are giving away the stay and play uh, overnight uh, to the Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort. Really excited about this, so we will give that away in this first hour uh, to one lucky winner. Again, thanks to everybody that participated. A ton of great photos coming in uh, uh, to uh, in response to that thing, so we appreciate it very much. We're excited to give this thing away and hopefully make somebody's day today. Top of the hour. Chris Chitavitsky, the head coach of the uh, University of Montana women's soccer team. We were able to sit down with him in his office, in fact, yesterday. So we will uh, bring you that interview and that conversation covering a number of things, including the OL Reign being in uh, Missoula and the team in general and the new format of uh, Big Sky Conference soccer this coming fall, uh, given everything that, you know, trying to reduce travel, reduce costs and all that. So we'll get into that. And then at 530, Cade Cutler, uh, another uh, recruit to Montana State for uh, football is going to join us at 5 30 so there you go that is our show outlook on a friday afternoon how would we like to sh- start off shows though on friday coulter well by taking a, a little moment to make sure that we're properly energized and today the florence coffee company coffee break brings us an iced coffee for you with cream which i see you've worked through almost yeah, all it. of yep. and uh, i am oh about halfway done with one of their brand new lotus drinks these things look if you got a if you got someplace to get, like the North Dakota border tonight, <laughs> this is the drink for you. Okay, this you thing, might just fly there. You've got vitamin B twelve in it. You got green coffee extract in it. Super fruits. Super fruits. It's got the whole thing. I believe this is a raspberry. I know Tommy was sitting there nursing some other kind of thing. You like a blue one, like a blueberry one. Couple different flavors. Super tasty. Really good. On, on in the same vein as a, like an Italian soda, but with uh, well, a significant amount of energy. Yes, it is It is the boost you're looking for if you're looking for a big boost. The Lotus now available at all Florence Coffee Company locations. So our thanks to them. Take a little Friday afternoon Florence Coffee Company coffee break. Coulter, nice to see you. Nice to see you. You ready for this, man? I've been waiting to just spring this on you. I mean, I've today. been ready to ramble on and on about the NBA for forever that's all i ever actually want this show to be I about know. i know it is i know it is well we yeah, are, i gotta i gotta it's not even we're we're plugging this but if you're an nba person and you love podcast content you gotta listen to all the smoke stephen jackson and matt barnes content podcast they um there's a lot of guys that have been journeymen in the nba because they've been uh maybe toxic in locker rooms or just couldn't find a fit or maybe they're eccentric guys Every once in a while, there's a guy who's a journeyman because he's like a mercenary. That's yeah. Matt Barnes. Matt yeah. Barnes played for like 13 teams. Right. But but no one no one dislikes him. In fact, they all like him because he's he's got your back no matter what. And he's totally cool with just being the seventh guy on any team. But if he's your seventh guy, you're dang good because he's a good defender. He can knock down open shots. And then Steven Jackson, same way. I mean, we were talking earlier. What a fascinating career he had. I mean, he was the alpha dog over guys that were better than him during his time in Indiana, during his time in San Antonio. And they're both really cool guys, too. The, the episode with Rip Hamilton I just uh, listened to while I was driving around today, it's awesome. Such okay. good content. Very good. Well, I, I do. And Steven Jackson, at his peak, was a, a great basketball player. Oh, he was great. not merely a, great. Uh, you know, a role player or, or an enforcer, though he was that. But he was, he was also 
I mean, uh, an absolute, you know, game-winning type of player uh, for for a couple of years in the league. When they were talking about those, like, the early to mid-2000s, mm-hmm. Kobe Shaq, Lakers, dominated that first couple years of the, of the century. Yeah. There's, like, this narrative, though, about how, like, that was 98 to 2005 was this dip in the NBA. There wasn't this wave of superstars like all those guys that came in the league in 2003. LeBron James, Kobe, or excuse me, uh, Dwayne Wade, Carmelo Anthony, Chris Bosh. That I mean, Pistons team. That, that's what, and that's what I'm getting at is Rashid Wallace. The, the, that era, Tayshaun they were Prince. they were they had several teams that weren't necessarily super duper star driven. Yeah, but that were much more complete. Like when you harken back to that, the mini rivalry that the Pacers and the Pistons had in the Eastern Conference. Yeah, 2002, 2005, and it, which culminated in. The Malice in the Palace, right. which was the, such a stain on it. But it's like Steven Jackson and Rip Hamilton are talking on that deal. It's like, They were so competitive, that's why it boiled over like that. But when you look at those teams, there's not a lot of teams that are more complete than that than the Pistons, even if they don't have that super-duper star. Right? Yeah. I mean, oh, they have five all-star caliber players. Sutel Nuwana, one of two nine ESPN Radio. All right, Colt, are you ready? You ready? I, I, I'm born ready. For my prediction here uh, of who's going to win the NBA Finals. And uh, it seems like an odd time to give a prediction like this, and I, I don't know if I should reserve the right to change as we actually start the season and a little under two months from now. Uh, but this has swayed me. So the team that I think is the best team in the NBA is the L.A. Clippers. And if there was a team that I had picked to win this whole thing, it was probably the Clippers. Obviously, the addition of Paul George and Kawhi uh, Leonard being added to the likes of a Lou Williams and a Pat Beverly who are just I mean talk about the greatest offensive and defensive specialists that you could have on a team and those two guys to go then with those two superstars who are defense first superstars which is very rare great as they are offensively Paul George Kawhi Leonard so I love the Clippers and if they win the finals it won't surprise me at all and they were my pick prior to now the team that I will be rooting for Hmm. in the NBA playoffs and NBA finals is the Milwaukee Bucks yeah, uh, I have some Wisconsin ties. I think the Bucks, you know, it's been since you know Lou Alcindor that they that they won a championship, and uh, they need to keep Giannis. And it's actually unclear whether winning a championship helps keep him or lose him. But well, I'll tell you this: if they win the championship this year and Giannis leaves. You don't want to say it breaks the league, but it turns the, the rule on its head. Well, it does the rule. But we, I mean, I guess we already had that though, because Kawhi Leonard was a one and done guy in Toronto, and he was a yeah. he was a rent a player that won him a championship. I mean, it, it's it's all it's all pluses and minuses, and the the pluses are fifty million more dollars. Do you want it? And the minuses are you know whatever you think the cost is, not financial cost, but the life cost. If you're playing, not even a place you don't want to be. I don't think it. it there's nothing that indicates that Giannis is unhappy being in Milwaukee, but it's a small market and it's not doesn't have a basketball history as we know and all that. So if he's able to do that there, he will walk on water in the in the state of Wisconsin. I mean, there's no he already does, but but to bring a championship uh, to that team to that franchise would be absolutely gargantuan. And I don't know whether that would go toward keeping him there or not. But I will say this: one in the hand is better than ten in the bush. If you're talking about an NBA Finals championship in Milwaukee, like, no question, one, and then we'll figure it out from there. But you know, just once. That said. The team that I think is going to win the NBA Finals, and I've I 
I have some reasons why that I I'm not sure exactly how to articulate, it, but I'm taking the Los Angeles Lakers. Well, wow. What 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 made you come around? What made me come around is LeBron James. Okay. This seems like such a um, I, simple re- revelation that maybe should have been happening a long time ago, or maybe that, I, I don't know, what, what caused this to dawn upon you now? Coulter, during this time where we got to be a little bit socially distanced, it's nice to know we can get out on the links and play a little bit of golf, and nobody better than Western Birch to get your round started right. That's right, golf's been definitely one of my favorite pastimes during quarantine times. And it's recently landed my new Western Birch customized golf tees. Go check out Western Birch golf tees at westernbirch.com. These classy golf tees are made of 100% white birch hardwood and printed with high-quality color right here in the United States. A company founded right here in Montana. These durable wood golf tees, perfect way for you to market your business. Just think, anytime you break a tee, your brand is sitting on the tee box forever. You can hand them out to your clients, your buddies, your golf partners, whoever. Great way to earn top of mind awareness while also playing a sport we all love. Again, you can check out all the cool designs online at westernbirch.com. Add your logo on a thousand of any of their tees for $150 delivered to your door. Give them to clients, friends, watch them get impressed by the quality of the look of a simple golf tee and by your creativity. Give Western Birch the opportunity to show you what they're talking about. Email and ask for Chad at info at westernbirch.com, info at westernbirch.com, or follow on Instagram and Facebook, westernbirch.com. Players who are great are do not lack for motivation. Yeah. But the sources of motivation that they have can vary. Sure. Michael Jordan, as we saw in the last dance, his motivation was just the tyrannical self-building fire of of crushing his opponent. I don't want to keep going back to this podcast, but Rip Hamilton tells the story about Michael Jordan when he was a second-year player in Washington. Rip Hamilton, his boy was LaRon Prophet. Remember LaRon Prophet out of Maryland? I do not remember LaRon. He Prophet. was he was a he was like he was right after the Steve Francis, Lonnie Baxter, Steve Blake team at Maryland that won a national championship. Yep. He's a good player. Came out a little bit too early, and he was he was fine in the NBA, but never what he probably should have been. But that was Rip yeah. Hamilton's best friend. Okay, LeBron, LeBron Prophet was busting Michael Jordan up in practice one day, and said, "You're never gonna be able to guard me again, old man. Your knees are busted." Michael Jordan didn't say a word. He calls Rip Hamilton into his office later that day. It's when Michael Jordan's the president of the Washington Wizards, as well as playing for them, yeah. and says. First of all, your boy's never going to touch the ball in practice again. Now, for the rest of the year, he will not touch the ball. Your boy. He also said, if he's still your boy, I'm trading you. <laughs> this is the type of, this is how vindictive Michael not, Jordan not is. Having it. He's having He creates his own vendetta. Yep. I mean, one, this is when Michael Jordan's in his 40s. And LeBron right. Prophet's like 21 years old, right. one day in practice. Nope, I'm trading you. So you have the, you have the inter, what I'll call it internal motivation uh, of, of Michael Jordan. You have the internal motivation, but also the the chase that was Kobe Bryant, right? Of of wanting to be better than Michael and wanting wanting sort of to to be Michael and then in his own right to be himself, but to that that was the standard that he was going after, and that was maybe the, the motivator, which was both internal and external. For LeBron James, people have talked for a long time, you know. 
right or wrong, I think mostly wrong, but I think occasionally justified, you know, not being the guy to take the last shot, passing the ball in these times, and not not even the passing the ball, but the... Um, just my favorite narrative. It's like it's like it's not like this dude is passing it to John Paxson, who, by the way, Michael Jordan did to win the finals and one Steve year. Kerr. And but it's like LeBron James is passing it to Ray Allen. Yeah, it, it, Ray Allen is a little bit better than John Paxson. But he passed it to Chris Bosh, particularly early in his career. For the first half of his career, he passed the ball a lot down the stretch, which unequivocally was going to be the right play. If you're talking about in the flow of a basketball game. LeBron James does not make many mistakes, if any mistakes, in terms of what he does. But it wasn't about, oh, why would you pass the ball to that guy? It was a it was evidence of a perception of 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 not of of just always being willing to do the right the right basketball thing, but different from just I'm going to do this now and I'm going to take this over. And I think that that has shifted over time in LeBron a James. A little bit, but I think that it was. I think there is some justification for it. Like I said, I think it's mostly wrong. I think it's somewhat justified. But he, it's because he's been miscast his whole career. It's like Jalen Rose said in the NBA, people talk about positions for people that don't understand the game. LeBron James is the on-ball player. If Magic Johnson or John Stockton or Bob Cousy are passing the ball in crunch time to players that are making the game-winning shot, nothing but praise. I'm not here to talk about the basketball side of this. I'm here to talk about the motivation side of it. I'm I'm into it. And so the other thing is LeBron James entered the NBA as a child. Exactly. Okay. He couldn't. I mean, it was. You said the first half of his career. Well, guess what? It was the right play because he couldn't shoot the first half of his right. career. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he, he's what he how he's developed as a shooter is. I mean, tr- unbelievable for you know, well, period. But the point is, is that his game has obviously developed over time. His maturity as as a person and just what it is to live with the spotlight that he has had on him brighting, burning oh so very hot and bright for two decades and how he has worn that so very well almost without exception over the course of that period of time but also I think it's I think sometimes people come in when somebody steps into the very public spotlight at some point, whatever they are is the thing that that is that stays with them for the longest period of time. And this sort of narrative that I'm talking about took him a long time to shake, and I think he has shaken that. But also, I think it's a matter of incremental and sometimes not that incremental development over the course of time. And over the last eight years, I would say, LeBron James has not only been the most powerful voice in the NBA, he has been one of the most powerful voices at large in the United States of America no question. and at large in the world. And what he says and the way that he goes carries with it great, great influence, great, great sway, regardless of topic, regardless of what it's about and the things that he has done on his own. We've talked about the shop on HBO of putting that together and talking about yeah. uh, uh, uh Issues of culture, of race, socioeconomics, etc., within the realm of also sports and so forth as well. Choosing to do that as an outlet for change, for um, uh, 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 you know, cultural influence. That's stuff that matters to LeBron James, and that is stuff that has grown, that he has grown into, and has grown onto him over the course of time. 
I mean, think, think about th- think about how much power LeBron James has in the sporting world. Yes. He basically sets the tone for almost every decision that's made in the NBA. That's right. There was many players in the NBA that stopped putting their hand on their heart for the National Anthem and even sat during the National Anthem. It was never a story mm-hmm. because LeBron James, he said, this is where we stand. He made a statement. It was, there was never the uproar that there was over Colin Kaepernick. So... All of that stuff is, uh, first of all, one reason why I have great respect for LeBron James, uh, because he has been more than, much more than, quote, just a basketball figure. And he has elected to be that, and he has taken on that mantle of leadership as, uh, uh, you know, at both a civic and societal and athletic level incredibly well. I mean, better than anybody could ever could ever do it, it seems to me, given the, the circumstance that he is in. Especially considering the trends of the times as well. LeBron James is, you can't say the first athlete corporation, but he has more autonomy than Michael Jordan had, and he has such a huge brand. And that's been the thing that so many athletes have rested on, is saying, I can't mess up my brand. I don't want to be controversial. LeBron has not cared about that. So within all of that, then... You said to me a couple of months ago, it's just it, LeBron James and the Lakers winning the championship the year that Kobe Bryant ends up passing away and what that will mean to this franchise and to this team to do that is is hugely significant and you're underestimating it, and maybe I was, but that wasn't enough for me. But the events of this past week are enough for me. And... I hesitate to say it like that because I don't want to go, oh, LeBron's going to play harder or going to somehow, you know, do something that he wasn't going to do as form of preparation or something like that because because now he's mad or he's he's more upset or something like that. But what I do think is this this basketball season is coming at such a pivotal time in everything that's going on in the world, there's going to be so many eyeballs on this from an entertainment standpoint because people are just wanting to play some sports. People are wanting to have some sort of normalcy. And also because the NBA is way out in front when it comes to uh, uh, social commentary and social social justice and social analysis from its players and from its league. So, I mean, they're out in front of everybody. No question. And I think that LeBron recognizes that this year is unique to any year that's ever been in the NBA and 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 not just because the schedule is different and because the the the, the season stopped and is going to restart and what I what I think is that this this isn't something that's new to LeBron James but it's something that maybe is new to me I'm the one who is maybe starting to see that in terms of what I think that's going to mean for this season and why I think LeBron James is just going to find a way to finish at the end and hoist that trophy and continue to expand his platform, his himself, and, and the, all of the things that he stands for, the values he stands for, just that much more, and for Kobe Bryant, right? And for... You know, and for the league. I mean, it's going to be great for the NBA if LeBron James, as a Los Angeles Laker, wins the finals. Are you kidding me? I mean, there's well, no. And, and I'm not saying there's conspiracy here at all. I'm just saying that's great for yeah, the league, right? It is, but then also you have to just look at what. I wouldn't go as far as calling it a conspiracy, but let's just say that 
when Dave, especially when David Stern was the commissioner, the league knew how to put the correct crews in the correct games to maximize the drama of almost every situation. And it, it, it only really boiled over where it was a little bit egregious a couple times. Like that game seven that the Sacramento Kings lost where they could have beat the Lakers and ended that little run. Not little run, the three-peat. But Lakers got a lot of hometown calls to make sure that they pushed it to game seven and then win game seven in L.A. But, but most of the time, even if there is a little bit of here or there, that's what the NBA is, right? I mean, there's so many veteran officials that have distinct relationships and distinct ways of calling games with players, favorably or unfavorably. And the league used to be so good at making sure that the right crew got the right game to make sure that the drama was accentuated across the board. Yeah, I don't believe in any of that. We'll just go watch the games, man. None. I mean, <laughs> no. it's 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 just like when you watch any basketball game. The way that the refs set the tone early certainly is is influential. On it is, it's it. very influential. All, all, all I'm saying is that uh, you're right. It would be very beneficial for the league, for the Los Angeles Lakers but, to wait. Here's the other thing, though. We're, we've been talking all week as we've been building towards this, and now that you know, did the players ratify it today? I mean, they, they have. To, yep, they, it's official. So NFL official. NBA accepts. So NBA, or NBA, me. NBA is officially mm-hmm. back. But we've been talking all week about what is the level of motivation. Like the Blazers have been sort of throwing a little fit about all this, and you and I are both on the same page. Like we get what they're saying. It's just kind of getting spun in a sort of unfair way, especially for Damian Lillard. But here or there. I don't know if they're going to have this crazy motivation. They're going to have a crazy motivation to make the playoff field, I think. But then what sort of run can they put together? Who knows? But the one of the most underrated parts about LeBron James is how good of a leader he is. He's going to have that team ready to roll. It, they will be sharp, especially when you give him this much time to train. He will make sure that they practice like veterans and that they are ready to roll day one of the NBA, J- July 31st. I, I totally agree with you. And again, my only point in this is this. I think that LeBron James is motivated significantly externally in addition to his internal. I think that he cares very much about issues that are much broader and bigger than just himself and sees himself rightfully as a leader on that stuff and so where we are at today is a compelling factor to him that's my belief about about him and that that will play itself out when we resume basketball i really think that this is a really emotional time certainly and i think that it it is uh a lot of pro athletes have really taken more of a stand than maybe they ever have before and have been giving commentary and joining in on the activism that is searching for social justice, especially Mm -hmm. when it comes to African-Americans in this country. I wonder, though, if that has an influence. Because there's going to be some guys that are you know, either from places or playing for teams from places. And it could go a lot of different ways, right? I mean, this could be a very galvanizing thing. I think it will be in a lot of senses. But it also could be a very stressful thing. Guys are going to be going very hard. Very hard. Yep. Uh, Coulter, you said maybe a blind side or two. Do you have one for me? Did you have one? Because I, we we can move right on, and that's okay. We got enough time. But I know that you were saying something like well, you wanted to talk about I, the NBA. So I didn't know if you wanted to do it in the context of a question. I, I guess I do. I do. Minutes. I do have a question for you because yeah. I think that even with this elongated break, I think the NBA more than any other sport because of the where the stu- superstars are, as well as the fact that it is seven game series in the playoffs. It's so rare you get any form of an upset. Like, usually the seeds hold. Like, yeah. a 1-3 in the conference finals is about as much as you get 
unless LeBron James plays for the four. But the four with LeBron when the Cavs a couple years ago is the only four I can remember this century that got to the finals. Yeah, even. I mean, there was the one, the great upset, right, of the Nuggets with the Kimbe Matumbo beating the Super In the 90s, right. Which was a five-game series at right. that time and an eight beating And, I, and I, believe, I believe when Baron Davis and the Golden State Warriors upset Dirk Nowitzki and mm. the Mavs, I believe it was 2005. Okay. I think that's the only eight versus one win in a seven-game series because okay. they moved to the, the seven but games. point being, rare. 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 Yeah. rare. And I think that even with the, the elongated break and what we've talked about, you know, all the different factors that could play into this and what you draw as a matchup, I still think that we both agree that it would, it would take a catastrophe for Milwaukee to not be playing in the Eastern Conference Finals. Yes, certainly I would pass them into the to the conference finals. And and, and maybe the only team that I could see derailing an LA LA Western Conference Finals is the Nuggets. But other than that, I really I, I just don't see the Jazz or the Rockets or the Thunder or the Mavs. None of those teams are going to be able to do it. I, I totally agree. The one thing, ironically enough, after everything that I've just said about LeBron and the Lakers is if you can truly believe the narrative that Lillard wants to spin about We've been missing two of our four best sure. players the entire season. Sure. They're going to be back. Everybody's rusty, and now we are going to be able to beat everybody. I, I, the Blazers at eight are a scary eight after everything that we they, said, they, but they're not as good as the Lakers. Well, they no, no question, but here's the thing. The Blazers more than any other team in the West, actually, if they do get Zach Collins and uh, Yusuf Nurkic back, and we also add that to Hassan Whiteside, they're one of the only teams that can throw multiple guys at Anthony Davis. Right. On the other side, though, they got nothing for LeBron. Well, nothing. Them and everybody else. Yeah, but like at least some teams can maybe put you know a six seven two hundred twenty five pound guy on him to try to at least make him tired. The, right. the Blazers got nothing. Yeah. Like what are you gonna who are you gonna put on Mellow? <laughs> like Rod, Rodney Hood. Yeah. Like let, let Mellow go. Walk I mean down. Rodney Hood is your best option, and he's been hurt all year. Yeah. I no, mean, it, you put CJ McCollum on on LeBron, true. like it's over. But again, I mean, it is a two way street, right? Because Conversely, the Lakers really got nobody to answer for the the Blazer backcourt. I mean, LeBron can guard one of them, sure, but there's two of them. So anyway, so my question though yes. is, we are pretty much in agreement of that. But if there was one team that could make a little bit of a playoff run, even if it was you know just to the conference finals or even the conference semifinals, I mean, who can who is in the mix to even pull an upset out, out of the out of the just out of, of out of anybody that's not well, the Bucks, Clippers, and Lakers. If it stays the way that it is right now in terms of the seedings, okay, I think the six three matchup in both the Eastern and the Western Conference Finals, excuse me, playoffs, the first round six three matchup are both intriguing. And I realize, like, I'm going to get bucked off this horse the way I get bucked off the Browns horse each and every year, but. I can't help myself with the Philadelphia 76ers, man. Like they 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 I understand all the reasons why it doesn't work and hasn't worked and the 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 tremendous talent that doesn't really fit is clunky and awkward and ultimately doesn't succeed. I understand all that and yet I look at Joel Embiid and Ben Simmons who are transcendental talents. They are. And at some point Especially after the break, like I, you could, you could very easily make the argument either it's going to go really bad for them right now, or this is the time where they can actually make up ground and start to fulfill some of that potential. The one I don't thing think about it's going to happen, but I think it's possible. The other thing is, we just assume as professional athletes that all these guys have been taking care of themselves the last several months, mm-hmm. and you can be sure LeBron James is showing up in in peak physical condition. Anthony Davis, peak physical condition. Giannis, Kawhi Leonard, Jokic. 
Jokic doesn't need to be in peak physical condition. But that's the thing. I mean, that's been the overwhelming narrative of Joel Embiid's career. He's never been in shape. Well, I mean, I you mean, watch him. He labors getting up and down the court. He, he's, he's been, t- yeah, he's he, been injured several he, yeah, times no, to but, his but, feet and can't really right. run. But I mean, if you listen, if you read the articles, you listen to interviews. The guy, he doesn't take care of himself. He doesn't prioritize nutrition. He's talked about it extensively. I mean, he's a three times a day fast food guy. Some people just have the most miraculous genes that ever that ever were because the guy is still straight ripped. Three times a day fast food out of eleven meals isn't that much. <laughs> but regardless, I just. Uh, it's it's not just the the physical conditioning though, right? I mean, he has been hurt. He he needs right, he literally he can't needs run. he needs his wheels to be lubricated for him to be able to get up and down the court. If he's just been sitting around for three months, I don't know. There's just a lot of different teams that could go that way though. And I mean, what if Jokic just isn't ready to roll? Who knows? But I, I mean, I think most guys will be, but I think there could be a few that aren't. Stu Tell Nuanus one two nine ESPN Radio. Good stuff. It's Friday. We want to have a little fun on a Friday. We try and do that with Carolyn. She doesn't know sports right after this. Hey, Kurtz Polaris is at 2904 West Broadway in Missoula and Highway 83 in Sealy. The weather is warming up, and it is time to get your dirt biking, off-roading, and on-laking activities to a maximum with Kurtz Polaris. Beta and Husqvarna dirt bikes, tops in the industry, brand new for the season at Kurtz. They also have the great Polaris side-by-sides, including the hard-working Ranger and the fun, fast, outstanding performance razor also you're looking for a little leisure time out on the lake how about a pontoon boat that's right kurt's now carrying crest pontoon boats check them out summer the way you always envisioned with kurt's polaris online at kurtzpolaris.com at blackfoot communications we're experts at keeping your business technology up and running From networks and security to communications and 24-7 support, we evaluate your current state infrastructure and deploy the right technology solution for your future. Whether your company is just starting out or is looking to take the next step, Blackfoot is here to help. Call 866-541-5000 or visit goblackfoot.com slash business to learn more. Love Steve Love him. Love him. Sutel Nuanas, 102.9 ESPN Radio, SWX Montana Television, at Gus Tutel if you're looking for straight fire, at 102.9 ESPN, and at Skyline Sports MT as well, your relevant Twitter handles. Oh, man, one of our main men, Brian Sloan. Shout out BS. <laughs> he texts last night, he says, boys, sitting at the office working late. Said Gus, Steve Lennon, you have to be kidding me. He said I almost wrecked my car into the ditch. I was laughing so hard, and I'm so perplexed at Steve Lennon. Um, we can't share with you all of the <laughs> all of the text, but it let's let's say it like this: it's a mixture of words and emojis and various uh, ellipses and things. He almost got me into a lot of trouble last night uh, because. My wife uh, asked me to read something uh, that was, you know, of a fairly, a very, fairly serious nature, and so I said I would, and so I sat down. What were you reading? And I was reading it, and I was reading it on my phone. What were you reading? Just uh, some, some words. Okay. And I'm reading it on my phone, 
and the text comes through on my phone. Right. And I explode with laughter. I mean, I am I am howling on, so the, team is on like, the what couch. is this guy and laughing at? It is I got I got a real sideways look uh about about time and place. You know about what it is that I'm taking seriously and where my priorities lie, and so I had to explain what was happening. Everything was all all's well that ends well, but uh, it was an enjoyable moment. Uh, boys and girls, it's a Friday. We uh, did this a little bit earlier because we had people in different places, so we pre-recorded this one. But it's always fun to have Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports. Here's what she doesn't know this week. Well, boys and girls, it's Friday. And the things that we do for you, the technical miracles we pull off with people in different spots as we uh, try and bring you Carolyn, the chick who doesn't know sports, brought to us by our friends at the Iron Grizz. We got Carolyn in one spot. We got Coulter in another spot. We got me running the board, which is potentially a disaster, but at the end of the day, what we have for all of you is fun. Hi, guys. How are we doing? Wonderful. I'm doing great. How are <laughs> How are you? Well, I'm I'm great. Happy Friday. I'm yes, happy Friday. Uh Carolyn, you come in here. I know that you've done a ton of work preparing some information for us here today. So why don't you go ahead and lead us off? What's the first thing you got? Well, the NBA is on. The NBA is the, on, I, yes. Yes. So um that's exciting. I do want to point out that there was a vote on whether or not they should do this, and the one team that didn't want to do it was the Portland, Portland. Trailblazers. Oh, they go. didn't want to be in a tournament that they couldn't win. First so, of all, here we go. Buck is back on her Damian Lillard bashing. Here we go. I mean, this is just <laughs> such a horrendous position because you are again. The chick who doesn't know sports, and you come in here with all your hot takes yeah. and your anger, but you actually don't have any idea why this was that why this was done. They have a perfect chance of making the postseason. In fact, the the Blazers do. So that issue is no longer what is the problem. I'm just pointing out that they he didn't want to play if they weren't going to you know have a chance to win, and I just wanted to point out that they also voted against doing this they so, sure I did, but they do they have a chance to win still gotta play they still gotta be in it listen <laughs> i'm not here because i know about sports okay i'm here to give you my hot take they voted my against it take- they voted against it because they didn't like the way that the lottery was setting up in this current format. It does not have to do with whether they make the playoffs or not, and they will all be there, including Damian Lillard, to play basketball on July 31st. Well, that's good news. Here's my other hot take on the whole NBA thing. I think they should scrap. I think they should still play, but I don't think they should play like hardcore. I think they should go towards like Harlem Globetrotters and just entertain us. What do you guys think of that? An all-star game. Yeah. You obviously know nothing about NBA players. Do you have any idea? Do you think David Lillard would be the only one that didn't want to play if it was like that? None of these guys would want to play if it's like that. Why can't we just have some fun? I mean, we all deserve it. What are you talking about? <laughs> Is this- isn't playoff basketball fun? I mean, why wouldn't you want playoff basketball? <laughs> I'm just messing around. I just was, like, thinking about it and thought it'd be kind of fun if they were played like the Harlem Globetrotters. 
Go watch the Harlem Globetrotters. Nobody's better at that than the Harlem Globetrotters, and they're doing it right now. You watch any time you want. <laughs> well, Actually, all right, sorry. Buster, Carolyn, have you ever taken your kids to the Globetrotters? Because I feel like they're the perfect age, and they would love it. Yes, we've gone a couple times when they've been in Missoula. It was pretty fun. Okay, so far this is going horrendously. <laughs> Do you have anything else? Um, well, yes, the XFL has declared bankruptcy, but allegedly they're coming back in 2021. They just will not let this die. Now, how do you, I don't understand, I'm not saying this is not accurate information here, but I don't understand how you declare bankruptcy and keep going. Like what, isn't it one or the other well, here? As Vince Mc, well, Vince McMahon is not going to be part of it, I guess, if they were to come back. And I heard Disney is trying to buy it or bail it out or something. I don't really know the details They're They're top secret, but apparently there's some big money that, that are trying to save the XFL. Coulter, I want to ask you this question because the XFL uh, hit, hit the skids because of coronavirus, not because of the product or because of the running of the league or whatever, whatever, like it, 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 it fell apart because couldn't play anymore. And obviously as a nascent, nascent league, you have to be able to play if you're going to survive. So that didn't happen. So it's kind of out of their control. But the XFL felt like it was somewhat viable this time around up until that point. What do you think? Is it something that has any legs at all? I do. I think it does because they had good quarterbacks. I mean, they had guys that you knew their names, I mean, right. guys like Cardell Jones. And that's the key, right? I mean, if you just have some, you know, you don't. you never want to be in the – in the place where you're like the replacements, right? Like the old movie. You never want to be that with, what was his name, Shane Falco? You never want to have Shane Falcos running around out there. You always <laughs> want to have guys. You want to have guys that people know, though, right? Like, I mean, Cardell Jones has played in big-time games at Ohio State. There's multiple guys in the XFL like that. I don't know, man. Like I love Keanu. Let Keanu be my quarterback. Hey, what about sure. he hate I mean, me? It seemed like they got rid of a lot of that shtick, though. It seemed like uh, it wasn't um, really as pro wrestling I, they really were trying to just be like a number two pro football league right guess yeah absolutely i mean we all love he hate me carolyn and great job finding her see <laughs> carolyn doesn't care about anything other than the fact that she she thought of a name that might be relevant and she tried to get it out there <laughs> to like prove that there is like she's heard this somewhere along the line so great work I yes you said an xfl remember. player <laughs> listen i remember i'll never forget he hate me from the 2001 or whatever xfl <laughs> In any case, you're right, Coulter. They got a lot, they got away from the stickiness of the XFL and are just trying to have like proper, like actual, real football. And you know, I think that in a in a different time and place, it, it probably works okay. You know, I think it it probably does. So I I I think it's it's viable at least a little bit. Look, I thought the AAF was viable until they chose to kick out the tent bags for fun because uh, I don't know why. Because lots of people like to spend lots of money and then and then and then raise it to the ground. From a pure scheme standpoint, too, one thing that's so fascinating is that you know back when the USFL was going and stuff, because there wasn't the technology and all the film, only certain coaches could coach certain schemes. Like it was so hard to steal schemes and replicate schemes. So when you're running like the run and shoot or the K gun, 
people would have to study you for years to figure out how to steal those concepts. Now everybody just runs everything. It's like when you're watching it, it's very similar to the NFL just in terms of what they're running. It's not that much of a different game, so I think that's the other thing that makes it kind of appealing. All right, very good. Carolyn, is there anything else you got for us today? That's it. I'm. I Today was a bust. I'm sorry, everybody. Carolyn, it's never a bust when you're with us. We appreciate you very much. Thank you for doing this once again. There you go. The chick who doesn't know sports. A bust in her own words, but not in our words. Right, Coulter? It was great. Flying success. The uh, chick who doesn't know sports brought to us by our friends at the Iron Grizz over there at the University Golf Course. Great restaurant. Patio area sitting back. Lovely view of the golf course. Wines, beers, and a phenomenal food menu. They're even growing their own food out there. That's right. And if you want to try a bottle of wine, along with a free app, give us a call right now. Reese, Reese will take care of you in the back. 361-3688. First caller, you're going to get a free appetizer as well as a free bottle of wine from the Iron Grizz. So give us a call right now. 361-3688. Wine tasting's on hold for the summer. We all understand why. But they do have a great selection of wines out there, great selection of beers as well. A new Cajun menu. And when you say wine tastings, you mean the formal wine tastings that you're doing, you can still go out there. You can still go out there and taste your own wine. Yes, they were doing Wednesday wine tastings where you get a flight of wine and healthy pours, and it was a great thing. And they're just scaling back on that for now just to uh, respect the social distancing. But it's a great place because you can sit out back. Tables are spread all all along that patio. Mm -hmm. Awesome place right at the base of Mount Sentinel. Like you said, all the food's sustainable too. All the vegetables, they grow them in their own garden right there. On property, on campus, the Iron Grizz, 515 South Avenue West at the base of Mount Sentinel, connected to the University of Montana Golf Course. We give away a stay-and-play package next. Gus, the first meal I had outside my own home following the quarantine was at your house. Brought over a bunch of meat. I brought over my Alpine Touch, but I didn't bring it home. I forgot it at your place. Our first meal was made better, as every meal is made better, by Alpine Touch on basically everything. I put Alpine Touch hickory smoke on my cereal in the morning. <laughs> it's, it's reached that level of usage. And the fact that you left it, I knew that you left it at my house. You brought it over, left it at my house, and like a real jerk, I said nothing to you because I was like, well, that's mine, dude. That's it. You came to my house, you left it in my house, and I'm eating all of it. We've gotten so far into this Alpine Touch obsession, I think, that I actually think we might be able to host a podcast about all the things that you can make with Alpine Touch. It would be short, everything. (laughs) They have a bunch of different varieties of spices, as we know. Uh, They are local from the state of Montana, Shoto Shout Out Original Alpine Touch, and it's great when it's not just local, when it's not just supporting the state of Montana, but when it's also actually the best thing that you can get. I mean, when it comes to spices, uh, it's second to none. So, boys and girls, use your Alpine Touch. Colter, tell them where they can get it. AlpineTouch.com, no matter where you're at in the entire world listening to this, if you are in the United States of America and you make an order of over $50, which, you know, if you get yourself the Grand Slam and maybe some barbecue sauce some sunflower seeds, you're there. Free shipping anywhere in the United States of America right now. Uh, so go to alpinetouch.com. They're rolling out all their summer Big Mountain flavor packages. The sunflower shoots are really, really good as well. Alpine Touch has got you covered. Alpine Touch, Montana's special spice. Neil Diamond. How we doing? 
Two Tell Nuanas, 1029 ESPN Radio. What music did you listen to when you were a kid? Like, what music did your parents, bro, give you? You none. know the answer to that. None? Not none. Straight gospel. Like, I yeah. mean, you know, the gospels maybe not even, like, almost like choir churchish music. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So I got a big dose of Sandy Patty. How's that? Is that I, I, ringing any bells in the Nuanas Dome? Nope. See, that's now you've stepped into my territory okay, now. Okay. There's like 11 people right now who are howling with great, <laughs> awful memories. I promise you that. Uh, at Gus Dutel at 1290 ESPN at Sports MT. Uh, if you would like to find us on the uh, World Wide Web. Coulter, this last couple of weeks we have been uh, working on giving away a stay-and-play package over to the Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort. We posted the finalists yesterday at Gus Tutel if you want to see the pictures. We have selected a winner, so let's see what we could do about giving a call out there and seeing if we can't track down an actual winner here. Hope they answer. Hello? Hello, who's this? Uh, Joe Nisley. Joe? Did yeah. you submit a picture of a cute little girl either crying or kissing <laughs> the front of a golf cart to try and get yourself a trip to the Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort? I did. She was crying. It was a rough day out there. Tough, tough, tough hole. He took a double bogey and just couldn't quite handle it. Joe, this is two telling Nuanas. Exactly. And uh, my friend, congratulations. We have selected that <laughs> picture of uh, of that kiddo. Your is that your daughter? It is. It is. It's my two, two at the time. Two at the time out there on the golf course. Yeah, now, for for the people who haven't seen the picture, by the way, uh, and uh, it's on our social media at Gusty Tell. You can go check it out. Uh, it is it is a great picture. It is funny. It is heartwarming to some extent, and it is also very relatable. But your uh, two-year-old is staying in front of a golf cart with her head on what is basically the hood, if there is such a thing as a hood on a golf cart, just crying, just bawling her eyes out. For what reason or what happened that befell her that this is what the reaction was? She probably missed a three-foot putt, just like I do. <laughs> so she actually had her out there going, taking some swings, huh? Oh, yeah. Yep. Very good. Now, out there. Uh, Joe, are you, I mean, you got your kiddo out there, we can assume, but are you a big golfer? You like golfing? I do like to play a lot of golf, yes. Have you been to the Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort before? About four years. Go. Okay. Okay. Very good. Very good. Well, I'll tell you what. uh, Coulter and I were just fortunate enough to be there last weekend. You're going to get your chance to go. It's four two. You can take somebody with you. My name is Ryan Tutel. Okay, if you're looking for a guest, you can, okay, just let me or know. Or if you really want Ryan and I can wrestle for the uh, the bid to go. Oh, you don't want any part of this, big boy. You don't want any part of this. Oh, that'll be fantastic. Uh, Joe, congratulations. That was a great picture. We loved it, uh, and uh, and it was a lot of fun. And you, my friend, are going to get uh, a great trip out there uh, with uh, with somebody to go uh, stay the night, maybe a little getaway uh, for, uh, for you and somebody special, and then uh, a round of golf as you you already know haven't played there once before on on what is a spectacular and super fun round of golf that's incredible thank you guys i appreciate it you bet that's awesome i was was just trying to make some people laugh so well you nailed it you made us laugh one of my favorite pictures love it it's a great picture you uh you nailed it my man and congratulations to you hope you enjoy it (laughs) thank you i really appreciate it there you go joe the big winner right there on the uh 
Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort. Great picture. We will uh, we will tweet out the the po- photo by itself as the champion here uh, coming up in just a little while. Listen, if you didn't win, if you're not Joe, it's okay. The Coeur d'Alene Golf Resort will still welcome you with open arms. Go online, cdaresort.com. That's cdaresort.com. Book your overnight stay and play right now. It's going to be maybe a great Father's Day gift, okay? Give it to the right person. They're going to love you forever. Also, if you want to go, it's an unbelievable experience. It's a whole thing, right? It's it's more than just a round of golf. It's, a, it's an experience. It's a memory. Hit unlimited range balls into the lake, the lake mm-hmm, driving range. Mm-hmm. I'm always trying to hit the buoys. You know what I mean? I just love once to just slam a buoy. I'm always trying to hit the ball. ducks. Yeah, you are. That's that's inhumane. Listen to you. Meaning, it's not because there's a 0% chance I'll actually hit one. That's, that's, that's It would be the first birdie you ever hit. Ow! Bang! Dad jokes. Uh, also, uh, what pre-round massage? We each got right. a little. You get rubbed down, kind of limber up a little bit. You go out there. Obviously, uh, the course phenomenal caddies to take you around and help you out. It's it's uh, it's really remarkable. You know you know what they don't have any any of out there is like distance markers. And you go, well, why would you have any distance markers? Well, here's why: because you got a human being, and they got a you know the 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 distance gun. They tell you exactly every time, every shot, what you need to do, where you need to go. It's unbelievably helpful. And you know what? You lose less golf balls that way too, which is uh, which is fantastic. As we said, a super fun course to play. Of course, the world's only floating green, but really, all 18 holes. Uh, are, are just a ton of fun. Coulter and I got to go out there. You should too. CDAresort.com, CDAresort.com with your friends, family. Go make a memory, CDAresort.com. Get commencement ready at the Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Their grad fair sale is going on right now. If you visit msubookstore.org, free regalia. When you purchase a diploma frame at the MSU Bookstore, you can obviously visit the MSU Bookstore on the Montana State campus. The Montana State Bookstore, your best place for blue and gold on game day or any other day. Visit on campus or at msubookstore.org. 